Up next, we're going to talk NFD just to find out what is happening at the top and at the bottom. And then we'll hear from Safa's new acting technical director, Mr. Franz Mokhacho. It's still goalless between Leopards and Supersport United. 15 minutes left there at the FNB Stadium. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Let's have a quick chat about the Glad Africa Championship. All it's happening at the top and at the bottom. And Kiki Munareng, who writes for the NFD website, joins us on the line. Kiki, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening, um, Tabiso. Good evening to all the listeners of SAFM. Two games left in the season, only three points separating the top two. Is this what you expected when the season resumed after the COVID-19 break? Um, look, it's always um, the mantra of the National First Division to be tightly contested. Um, but sometimes the only, perhaps, issue we need to figure out as people who follow this league is which team will be going to the land of milk and honey. So it seems like Ice Cape Town actually on the verge of getting automatic promotion to the PSL, but that's not being concluded. It's not a foregone conclusion that they will actually win um, the Glad Africa Championship. But um, we did expect it to to be a closely contested um, season. Um, perhaps so we didn't expect maybe you tried and tested teams like maybe Tomo Cosmos and perhaps, um, I have to say, TS Sporting wouldn't actually have uh, envisaged themselves to be where they are at the moment. Yeah. But um, the only issue was who will be the outright winners of the league. Um, and I said earlier on, Ajax seems to be the team at the moment. TTM are third, which makes for interesting reading considering what's happened over the past few months. Do you see them holding on for a playoff spot? Um, yeah, they are pushing. Um, they are pushing Tabiso, even though Utongata are actually fading away. Um, they've been getting throws quite lately. Um, TTM Tabiso is actually one of, on a personal level, one of my favorite teams. They've got a very um, strong strike force with um, the former Highlands Park striker and Super Eagles, Ivan Mkwena, also with um, Nevulamba, who was a black leopard before. So they've got a potent strike force. And also behind them, they've got um, Lozo and Mbanza. So they've got a quite a good team, a decent team. Also swallows for that matter, but ETM is in their hands. They need to actually now win the last two matches. And um, yeah, they playing um, swallows at the last game of the season, so it won't be easy for them to cement their position. Okay, we've got a voice note here. Let's play it. Hi, members. Uh, Zico Smith, all the way from Macau. Yo, Dread Africa. You know, uh, Ajax Kipton has been playing well since game one up until now. But deep down in my heart, you know, I really want to see Morocco Silos getting automatic uh, promotion. And then Ajax will go battle out with Chakuma Chamade Mandela and then with uh, either um, one of the Limpopo sides there. As for Jomana, I feel sorry. I'm Jomano Yahamba. We are Slatini Slatini. Bye bye. Okay, thanks for that, uh, Zico Smith there. Kiki, why have Cosmos struggled? I mean, what's led to their problems here? Um, season in, season out, um, Teresa, we do know it's mostly NFT teams that have got financial constraints, especially when it comes to paying their players. A team like TTM, um, I've got to win that um, seller issues. is no longer the issue of TTM, let's hope so. 
Um, going back to as an Osama Cosmos, um, yeah, but uh, look, it's not favorable and very credible. An image when you've got a South African soccer legend, an African soccer legend for that matter, mm. is always played by financial issues, salaries not paid to players, and players leaving the team due to these issues. Um, I think one of the detrimental factors to Jomo Cosmos has been the salary issue, calling players to actually look for other teams or perhaps greener postures to the Pulukwana City like Sikelo Sanchoayo, who left the team to sign for Pulukwana City, and the other goalkeeper, which is Mutelezu, who actually went across the team's galaxy. So that's one of the main causes of traditional listeners is the fact that Jomo Cosmos um, cannot pay or perhaps um, keep up to their agreement with the players in paying the players in time and what they're actually doing. Could that be the same problem at Royal Eagles? Because we've heard about their problems and they are relegated. That we can confirm, right? Yeah, absolutely. With Royal Eagles, um, Tadiso, I can actually now confirm on the record to your listeners um, the main um, cash injector over there was the lady um, shown in TV. Now she went international with Real Kings, um, taking away the financial rejection that she was pumping in at Real Eagles and went to Real Kings. Um, also, like the, the behavior and the attitude of Mr. Um, Bissani has not been commendable, um, judging from what I'm hearing from people involved for the team before, excuse me, for the team before, and not honoring player salaries. So that's one of the main causes. But um, it does not mean, Tadish, I just need to make this fact, sorry, I mean, highlighted that if you're paying your your, your players on time and perhaps what they'll do, that um, the team will actually perform. As I alluded to earlier on, a team like Kids Sporting, a very well-funded team, Having an academy next season, but I believe Chess Sporting has never employed a coach who is very much credible and players who can actually now put the team where they belong. That's why they find themselves where they are at the moment. The other teams have been plagued by internal issues Royal Eagles, Tomo Cosmos, and Gombella United. So with Chess Sporting, that's not where they belong. Let's hope that they actually avoid the traded eggs um, will come Sunday. Okay, we've got another voice note here. If you've just joined us, we're talking to Kiki Munareng, who writes for the NFT website, and we're just looking at the final. While well, we're looking at what's happening in the Glad Africa Championship ahead of the final two games. Evening, the member Tulani from Milan. Since they've taken Vita away from Liam, just looking up for Ajax to come back as they. Also, my team, the team that has youth, because without youth, there's no future. That's why I support them, hoping they win the league. Because they, I don't see, I don't see anything turning out terrible now with the, the remaining two games to learn from Holland. 
Okay, thanks for that, uh, Tulani in Orlando. And there are a couple of tweets also coming through. There's one that says, Jomo Cosmos will survive. You can quote me on that. Matimo Wakashikombe and Zico Smith saying, just agreeing that you cannot withhold player salaries and expect them to perform to the best of their abilities. Kiki, is there a team for you that has not lived up to expectations this season? I know you've mentioned TS Sporting, but a lot of people expected a lot from a Tex Galaxy after they won the NetBank Cup. Yeah, TS Galaxy is one of those teams, um, Caluso, that have not perhaps performed to their abilities. And maybe the OHA they created last season, especially the Midland Cup. But as you know, winning a trophy does not mean you'll actually replicate your form in the league. And with TS Galaxy, most of the players before this season was national players who are from South Africa and mostly youngsters who have never been exposed to top-flight football except for a couple of players in the team. And maybe another team that I would say started quite well when they had the Jennifer Ferreras of this world. I think the team had to actually faded away mm. um, at the latter stages of the season when um, Jennifer Ferreras was still at the home, maybe about 10 games or 12 games remaining. They were actually topping um, the Clad African Championship. So I would say Utenati were supposed to be up there, maybe top three perhaps. Um, they're not too bad at the moment, but they might miss out um, on the playoff spot. So I would say Utenati, um, based on their form at the initial stages of the season. And they're 10 draws in a row. Yeah, that's another factor on Tabizo. I suppose maybe also the attention has been given to their main players. We turn out to be solely rely on, for me personally, on two players. Um, they've got the, the very brilliant player player in the middle of the park, which is Kalimbi Lindema. Perhaps the offer that's been banded about is being quoted by a couple of PSL players. We don't know how his cake times after him. Um, and also a player by the name of Pula Modi. Um, also another player being chased by PSO teams. So perhaps maybe that attention got to those players. And also the release of Nguyen Dwande. Nguyen Dwande was the player was banging those goals for Tungat, especially in the second half. Um, JF, Johnny Farrell used to use him in the second time as a superstar for Utongati. So, um, players like your players, they have not come to the party and the Francis Deloy. Um, yeah, so those type of players, Tabiso, have perhaps, um, not lived up to, to, to standard. But we live to fight another day. There's still two more rounds remaining. So we never know they might be able to eclipse your TTM. Um, yeah, but for TTM, um, look, they've done quite splendidly well, especially for a team that played the status of a PSA team. So they haven't rested on their laurels. So we have to give them a wonderful applause and the management of TTM. Great stuff, Kiki. Thanks for the insight. Wonderful. How do people follow you on social media? Where do they find the latest Glad African news? Um, on Facebook, it's Kiki Monarin. On Twitter, um, Kiki underscore Monarang1. And on Instagram, Kiki Monarang. Great stuff. Thanks for speaking to us, uh, Kiki Monarang, there talking about the Glad Africa Championship. How?
is that. Me, I'm just here for TTM to get promotion and then the TTM team will be in the UPSA Premiership or what is it called now? Is it the DSTV Premiership from next season? What are they calling it? But um, So they'll be in the Premiership, the TTM that bought Bidvest Vets, Bidvest Vets and then the TTM that's also been bought uh, from somebody by somebody from Sikukuna, I believe, could also be in the APSA Premiership. So it's going to be interesting. And then you'll ask yourself, but why did they spend that money to buy Bidvest Vets if they still had a, not to, a fair chance, a great chance to qualify and get into the playoffs and qualify for the APSA Premiership? So let's see how it goes. Two more games left in the Glad Africa Championship. It's going to go down to the wire there. And Supersport United have just scored. Campani uh, Longu putting them 1-0 up against the Black Leopards with a minute left in that game. Let's wrap up by hearing from Safa's newly appointed acting TD, Mr. Franz Mohashua caught up with him and I just began by asking him he was uh, working closely with Neil Tovey. Is that where he's going to continue from and how was it working with the coach Neil, with, with Neil Tovey who, who had to leave the position after relocating to Durban? Uh, Neil has been honest with us from the go, from the way to go. Um, when I joined him in 2017, uh, it was following his uh, unfortunate health scares. He, he was very firm that alone nobody will make it. And when one looked at the organogram of the association, it was quite clear that there were some gaps. For example, uh, there was a time when the association spent four years without a head of coaching education. Uh, For example, youth development did not have a head. So Neil was doing a lot, and he had to recruit people, and he happened to recruit me as well after we met when we were doing the professional license over six months uh, in 2011. So we've been interacting with the man. We could see what his office demanded. We could see what the nation demanded on SAFA and what SAFA demanded on that office because it is actually an office of delivery. Mm. And uh, we got exposed to everything that was happening there. We used to joke with him that we spent so many years with him or should I say those three to four years mm. in that office, we never saw him smile in that office, simply because it is a demanding office. But we could tell what the office wanted. And the beauty of the South African Football Association is that we've got some of the best brains ever. I mean, this is the country of uh, Dr. Denny Jordan, a country of Advocate Motlante, and many more. When they discuss theories, when they discuss uh, uh, policies, they mean business, and that is why today we talk about Safa Vision 2022, which has clearly articulated objectives that must be achieved. And what is important, therefore, when we worked with Neil, was always to ask, but Neil, what is this beautiful document? Why are we, why do we seem to be slow in, in, in achieving the goals? And we, we, we looked at everything together. It was his responsibility. We had to play our part from coaching education because we had to make sure that this critical component, coaching education, must function. But there was a lot of backlog that we had to try to achieve so that we could come and move forward with speed. And matters, for example, in coaching education were not helped by the fact that in 2017, we saw CAF put a moratorium on the delivery of coaching courses based on the fact that they were making some research in order to improve the curriculum, but it must be so modern and so dynamic that it must match the best in the world. So we had to spend around between three and, between two and three years waiting 
and doing only our suffer-based uh, G-license. So coming back briefly to the question, mm. what did we learn from Neil? Well, the office itself needs character, but above all, it needs honesty and loyalty first to uh, this association and to the fact that we are treating, we are dealing with people who are aiming for improvement and development in this glorious organization, the South African Football Association. So it is important to be honest in that office. It is a question of trust. And those who gave us the trust do not expect to be disappointed by us not putting in the weight that is required in order to make things happen in that office team. Yes. So so now in this role, do you pick up where you left off with Neil or the other areas that you want to specifically focus on? Um, I would say most of the points are the points that we've been working together with Neil to say, mm-hmm. look, we are not going to disappoint the crafters of Vision 2022, but we must ask the question, why are we not succeeding? Or why are we not achieving our goals? There are a few things that I know Neil was working on. You always engaged us, and uh, we shall be trying to ensure that we refine those ideas, but also introduce one or two ideas just to tweak the thinking so that we must be more technically oriented in our, in our, in our, in, in our activities, in our organization, in our processes. For example, there is no way, uh, for example, uh, a, a technical program can work unless we have administrative stability in the NFAs, in the regions, in the provinces. We are having experiences, for example, with the provincial technical officers, why they were not succeeding at the pace would have loved to see them. And we notice one of them is this technical uh, instability. One other point that is very close to our hearts is the long-term uh, player development program of SAFA. We have the program. It has not been popularized. The only time we engaged uh, our coaches and stakeholders on it was mainly through coaching courses. So we need to do more because it will help us to ensure that every talent is given an opportunity and no talent falls through the cracks and it disappears only to emerge as an old man, as an old lady very, very long uh, after... uh, his or her prime time. Mm. Then we have the South African football philosophy, a document that was crafted once again by the best technicians in the country, including the South African Football Coaches Association, SAFCA. This document has not been popularized as well. We need to popularize it in such a manner that it's, it's great guidelines uh, because of their relevance in this country will help the coaches to develop. Uh, players who will be able to play the kind of football that our national team requires. And it's obvious, uh, uh, Tavison, without the enhancement of coaching education, uh, we, we, we are going to talk more about quality and yet we will not be able to achieve it. And of course, school football, a lot has been said about school football, particularly its historical importance and contribution in the development of the game in South Africa, where the stars came from. We are aware that there was a pause in schools football. We cannot dare wait any longer, but we must go there with a simple plan, which is workable and with clear measurable goals in that particular area. And finally, 
all the figure teams uh, of the national teams must, and, uh, not only figure teams, but figure teams and structures that are providing us with talent that must nourish these national teams must be strengthened. It begins with the local football association, the regions, the academies, uh, the provincial squads. Regional squads, I've already mentioned, all these must be strengthened. And finally, we are prepared to ensure that there is now a more prominent role of the South African Football Coaches Association, SAFCA. This organization has been there for quite some time, but it has not been prominent. So we want them to be prominent because, for example, when you talk about the popularization of the South African football philosophy, one of the organs of the association best positioned to deal with this aspect will be SAFCA. Number two, we talk about continuous professional development of coaches because coaches cannot only learn during coaching courses. They should also learn after courses. So areas such as research should be led by this organization. So we are prepared to ensure that SAFCA plays more and more prominent role in the development of the game. That was Safa's acting TD, Mr. Franz Mukhasha, there just speaking to us about his new role. We're going to have to leave it there. Supersport United have beaten Black Leopards 1-0. Zico Smith, you should be happy with that. And the other big story of the day is that Harry Maguire, the Man United captain, has been found guilty of assault, resisting arrest and repeated attempts of bribery following an incident in uh, the, in uh, Greece this past weekend. So let's see how that one pans out. But we have to go to news now. I uh, will be back tomorrow.